Hi, my name is Shandy Chernow, and you're listening to the Shandyland podcast. I am thrilled to be able to bring you insights today on how people in our industry on the restaurant side are getting some assistance when they need it. I have Sheila Bennett, who is the executive director of CORE. CORE stands for Children of Restaurant Employees, and I am absolutely thrilled to have her here today. Sheila, thank you for being here. Tell me all about CORE. How was it conceptualized? What are the goals of the organization? Tell me all the things. Oh, my goodness. Well, Shandi, first, thanks for having me on your podcast to share information about CORE. And we are a national nonprofit, and we're dedicated to helping employees with legally dependent children who work in any kind of food service or beverage service operation. Um, When the employee spouse or child has a health crisis, major injury, death of the employee spouse or child or loss of home or place of work due to a natural disaster. So what are the what are the types of situations that you help with with people you know come across and who are the people who are applying for those grants? Right. Well, definitely it's the employees for children and believe it or not there's a misconception that we're only here to help if there's a child's medical diagnosis or illness but we're also there for the employee or their spouse because our organization was created to help our industry's children. Well, our children are gonna be impacted if their mom or father have surgery and they're out of work for a while. Are they able to care for their family? So for example, I had one gentleman call me last year. He had had a kidney transplant and was out of work and went through recovery. Another um, friend called me because she heads up marketing for a restaurant group. One of their employees is a single mom and her daughter was diagnosed with leukemia. Another employee reached out, one of their line cooks who had a family, their apartment building burned down. They lost everything. Um, There was a restaurant group in many restaurants in Mayfield, Kentucky in December. You may remember that tornadoes wiped through Kentucky and pretty much destroyed a town. Well, we were there for them. And actually we have a video and Daniel Carr is in our video talking about how CORE helped he and many of the employees, not only with his restaurant group, but in Mayfield, Kentucky. So how was the, how was the organization born from, from food and beverage groups, right? Started more in beverage? Oh, mainly in beverage. There were some friends that got together at the restaurant show in Chicago back in 2004. And they said, you know, people come to us all the time to support these great causes, but not one of them helps employees in our industry. And they said, well, let's change that. So they created CORE, the idea of CORE in 2004, and they did a little research. They initially partnered with Make-A-Wish and they partnered with them for three years. But what they heard directly for families is this, while this is great, what we really need help with is just covering our living expenses, maybe some prescription costs. Smaller stuff. Yeah, or I need medical equipment. Day-to-day stuff. Yeah. So they repositioned CORE, and that's basically who we are. Then we developed the disaster program in 2016 when the Gatlinburg fires occurred in the Smoky Mountains and destroyed Gatlinburg for the most part. And now we have a disaster plan to help in those situations. Different than, than when people come to individual issues? Well, different than a medical crisis, injury, or death. Gotcha. So do you get a lot of donations from the large restaurant groups or from the large food and beverage companies? 
Yeah, and as you mentioned earlier, we were founded by folks in the beverage vertical. Right. So gentlemen from the IMI Marketing Agency, Salute Vodka, Diageo, they were some of our founders. And our board is made up primarily of folks in the beverage vertical, but we've added some folks from the restaurant category, um, Frank Sicklesmith with Inspire Brands, Rachel Kelly, who is Chief People Officer of Smoky Bones, and others as well. So we now have operators on the board as well, Pepsi is on the board, and we're branching out beyond beverage. But for a long time, we were primarily funded by the beverage vertical and donations, Cause marketing promotions were beginning to work with restaurant groups who were choosing us not only as their charity of choice, but as a benefit for their employees with children and an opportunity to raise money, not only for their employees with children, but employees across our industry. I love it. I mean, it, it's so important. I think that there are so many people and, and you have all the statistics. I would love for you to share some with me, but so many people who are, are living, you know, in a financial state of need. Um, and so, you know, you had mentioned earlier a couple of statistics when we were talking before the show around how easy it is for people to find themselves in crisis. Share some of that with the listeners so that that they really understand, you know, the, the crux of the issue. Sure. Well, CNBC reported that, you know, a large majority of Americans would struggle if an unexpected expense of $400 or more hit their budget. You know, and that's one reason why we exist, because we're also there for the frontline workers where a diagnosis like that could just be devastating or you lose everything you have. Sometimes you have home insurance or medical insurance. Sometimes you don't, Right. you know, and even though it's provided at many companies, sometimes the employees as well go, well, can I really afford that? Or I don't need it. Especially I remember in my 20s, I thought I was invincible. I thought, <laughs> oh, I don't need that. Right. <laughs> I'm going to live forever. Yeah, the, the the choices that are out there, it's unbelievable to kind of think about, you know, ensuring yourself from a worst case scenario perspective. Mm-hmm. But something else you were sharing with me is some of the resources that are available for restaurant and, you know, food and beverage employees. Um, you mentioned something about one of the conferences last week. Where can people go for resources when they uh, might want to prevent having that kind of crisis mode? And then we'll talk about how we can help uh, core and make sure everybody's donating to such a great organization. Oh, thank you. Well, there are resources with your state restaurant associations. Look on their website, give them a call because they're also working with um, United Healthcare is working with the National Restaurant Association to provide affordable insurance and resources for employees across the nation. Also, some of the restaurant groups, primarily, they also provide affordable insurance. And I'll also say there's another resource on our website at coregives.org, O-R-G. At the bottom of the page, you'll see Family Information Center. There is a link there to other resources that may be available for you. You know, for example, if you're wondering, well, how do I budget? I don't always know what I'm going to make this month. Well, you can start tracking what you're making every week to kind of see, oh, what's the trend? And that will help you budget to some degree. And then it has a spreadsheet. We have a spreadsheet there that you can populate it with, well, what's my rent or mortgage going to cost? How much am I spending on groceries a week? How much are you spending on gas? And you can start building a budget to start planning for and then maybe saving, even if it's $5 a week, $10 a week, $25 a week, or whatever you can afford in a savings you know, account. 
So we want to try to find ways to help you as well, and then link you to other resources that may be available. So when someone applies for a grant, uh, do they have to tell you not just what the crisis is, but also what they need the money for specifically, whether it be rent or a particular bill or something along those lines? Absolutely. In the grant application process, which is online and HIPAA safe and secure, you'll fill it out and you'll tell us what the diagnosis is, how many kids you have, because yes, you have to qualify. We do require documentation. And so therefore, it's a medical diagnosis, we would require that documentation. Um, also, then state what the issue is for. And also, what are you needing financial help with? And then you complete that. If it's rent or mortgage, then we need a copy of your rent or mortgage statement. Utilities, the same thing, a car payment. Sometimes we'll cover a car payment for a specific situation or prescription cost. What are the prescriptions costing that you're getting? And maybe you needed help you know, getting it in the first place or to replenish a prescription, or maybe you're needing certain medical equipment. You know, what is that? Yeah, prescriptions can cost so much and you it's it's an insane asylum. Sometimes they're 50 cents <laughs> and sometimes they're nine grand and it's like, what is going on? I know, you know, I it's know. so, so crazy and unpredictable and just whatever mm -hmm. it is that you need, right? Um, for whatever it is that your particular issue is. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's so interesting to hear about so many people need so much help. Um, and it's such a great organization. How can people donate and help CORE so that you can help more people? Uh, thank you. Well, you can donate online at coregives.org. We have a donate button. Um, and for anyone, you can even become a monthly donor. If you donated $5, $10, $25 a month, if you can afford that, that's lovely. And that way we have sustainable funding coming in. Keep in mind, our average grant is $2,400. So if you're working at any business, invite your business to get involved and do a fundraising activation in your restaurant, your bar, your coffee shop, or even if you're working outside the industry, your company can get involved. And also you can sign up to lend your voice to CORE, sign up to volunteer and be an ambassador. And we even provide you with content you can share on social media. And one thing we're doing the end of August, the week of August 28th, is the core days of service. And we're inviting people all over the country to please help us get the word out about core. And again, on our website at the bottom of the page are now communication resources by the Family Information Center. Click that link and you're going to find back of the house posters that any of you working in a food or beverage operation, you can print it off take it to your manager and say, hey, can we post this on our employee bulletin board to let our team members know that CORE is here as a resource? Then B, you can print those and take them to restaurants in your community or in underserved communities. And then if you want to, for fun, post it on social media. Let your friends know that we're here. Are you an option in Amazon Smile? Oh my goodness, absolutely. Thank you for bringing that up. Um, I think a lot of us are shopping on Amazon these days. So you can go to- I don't know what Amazon. you're talking about. My podcasts are never <laughs> interrupted by the Amazon man. I hear you. <laughs> um, you can go to Amazon Smile and choose Core. Now, there are a lot of cores out there, but in our logo is a heart for the letter O. And inside the heart is a beverage glass, a fork, and a spoon. That demonstrates the industry that we serve. So look for that icon, 
please select us when you're making your purchase and we can earn funds that way. And then some folks will even do a Facebook fundraiser. I actually put a huge goal this year for the first time for my birthday. And I said, well, if our average grants $2,400, I'm gonna see if I can raise $2,400 to help a family. And now one of my friends just did one, her goal was $200. That was a huge goal. Yeah. Now, if a hundred people do that, look at how much we raise. Now, I didn't know if I was gonna hit $2,400. Believe it or not, I was stunned to learn I raised $2,850. Nice. the generosity of my family and friends. That's amazing. How many grants do you guys do every year? Well, it varies before I came on board. In 2020, they had never granted out more than $300,000. During the year of COVID, of course, there was a big demand. And we also allowed, at that time, employees to be furloughed because you couldn't work at the time. So we granted out close to $1.5 million. Oh, my God. Five times. Then in 2021, when employees started hiring employees to go back to work, we took away furlough as an option because it's a benefit for those employed in the restaurant or beverage service industry. So we granted out over $700,000. We're already this year, I think $15 away from granting out half a million dollars. Wow. So the demand is increasing because our visibility is rising. During COVID, did COVID count as a as a medical crisis, having it? At that time, it did because it was more of a serious diagnosis. And we saw, as a result, sadly, there were some COVID hospitalizations and deaths. No doubt. We're not seeing that as much today because it's it's not as serious as it was. And you may be out of work for a week or two. So we're looking at a diagnosis where you're going to be out of work longer than. So if you get COVID now, but you have complications... Maybe you're in the hospital, but it's going to be other complications then that may qualify for a grant. But like we wouldn't grant out for the flu or a cold unless there is more of a a serious case. Yeah, no, that that makes sense. Um, For longer out of work and more expenses and in the hospital. What are the qualifying, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? What are the qualifications that make someone, um, I need another word besides qualified. (laughs) Just, yeah, you know what you know what question I'm asking. Just answer it. <laughs> well, Shandi, for someone to qualify for a core grant, Thank number you. one, they must have legally dependent children. That could be a grandparent that has all of a sudden they're caring for their grandchildren, but you're the legal, you know, guardian of that child. Um, we also had a situation last year where a lady she inherited her sister's children because her sister passed away. So she is wow. now the legal guardian, and there was a health crisis. Um, B, number one, you must have a legally dependent child. Number two, you must work inside of a food or beverage service operation. That could be sports arena, bar, food service, food hall, food court, catering, school cafeteria, hospital cafeteria, restaurant, bar, coffee shop, smoothie shop. And number three, you must have a qualifying circumstance. That would be medical diagnosis, um, serious injury that would keep you from work, death of the employee's spouse or child, loss of home or place of work due to a natural disaster. And then the last one that we don't talk about as much is documented domestic abuse. I know. And that's a tough one. The documented part is tough there. But we do get documentation. Oh, because I'm, many times I'm sure. I just mean that there's yeah. so much of that that happens that goes unreported, you know? Exactly. 
which is very sad, but um, okay. So then how much can people request? Is there a, you mentioned that the average grant is $2,400. Is there a limit on something that they can request or that you're permitted to give out? And then how often can someone come back to you if they have continuing issue? Great questions. A grant could range from 500 to $4,000. If a need is greater than that, then we have to go to the executive board for permission and approval. Um, the, with the average grant being $2,400, then a person can apply one year later for the same circumstance. For example, if you have cancer and then you've got to go through treatment again next year, you can apply again next year. We had a little boy that was born with a missing his fibular bone and he had his mom had two options. Either have him go through a series of bone lengthening exercises until he reached adult age, which would be disruptive in his life and very difficult to go through or make the hard decision to amputate his leg below the knee and let that be his new normal. And that was what the doctors recommended. And wow. that's what they did. And that surgery took place in February and John's doing very well. He's adapting beautifully. And but he's so going to need a new prosthetic over time, every however often, right? Correct. And then he'll be able to apply again next year. His family will, but then right now we have a cap of $7,500. But then we do recommend other resources as well that can help these families. Wow. It's such, I mean, I can't even imagine the number of stories that you have, and I'm sure that they would all put me into tears. You had mentioned a couple kind of at the front of the uh, show. Are there a few other stories that you can share with our listeners about some of the people that you have helped? Oh my goodness. Yes. I mean, I get phone calls directly sometimes, and then we have a grant committee meeting where we review these cases. But there was a gentleman a few years ago that called me and said, my manager told me to call you. He says that you might be able to help me. And I said, well, what's going on? He goes, well, I had surgery and it's going to be a long recovery. And I was a cook and, and, and it was a restaurant in um, North Carolina. And I said, well, what's going on? He goes, I had a kidney transplant. And I went, oh my goodness, when did you have your surgery? And it was two weeks prior. And he goes, if you'd asked me a few weeks ago, I didn't know how I was going to do. And I said, well, tell me about your family. And he had two small children living at home. And I said, I believe we can help you. I said, go online, fill out the application. He did. He was awarded a grant. Then another friend reached out, one of their line cooks, he and his family, their apartment building burned down and they lost everything. So we were able to provide a grant to them. Also on our website, you'll see the story of one of our grantees, Daniel, who owned a restaurant in Mayfield, Kentucky, that was wiped out completely with the tornadoes. And he had 30 employees that were immediately out of work. And so he was also sharing information about CORE, not only with his employees, but employees in their community. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, amazing how we can go from totally normal to complete disaster, yes. you know, in the blink of an eye. Um, all right. So I know you've mentioned the website a couple of times. What are the best ways for people to connect with you and with CORE online? Yep. Go to visit our website, CORE, C-O-R-E, gives, G-I-V-E-S dot org, O-R-G. That's how you can get involved. You can get involved and be a volunteer. You can donate online. You can download the back of the house poster, post it in your food or beverage service operation, and then I'm Sheila at coregives.org. Feel free to reach out. We are extremely busy, so it might take me a minute <laughs> with my travels and getting more interest and, you know, and get your business involved too. see if they can help us raise money, not only to help employees and your associates, but employees across the industry. 
Perfect. So then the only thing remaining in this episode is my favorite little ending game, which is two truths and a lie. So in no particular order, uh, three facts about yourself and don't tell us the answer. If you listener would like to know the answer, then you'll have to come talk to us on your favorite social media platform or your favorite podcast platform. So Sheila, take it away. Got it. Well, I love to cook. And I would say cooking besides painting is one of my therapies, you know, but in that I've had the pleasure of cooking for the Counting Crows when they were on tour and it was one of their last venues, small venue before they went really big. So I thought that was pretty groovy. And then next, we moved around a bit when I was growing up, but I went to eight different schools from first to 12th grade. But that also helps you make a lot of friends along the way. And then next, I wanted to do something really big for my 50th birthday. And I have an uncle that was in the 101st Airborne in World War II. Dad was only seven at the time, did a lot of research on him, but he was in the 101st Airborne and jumped into Normandy. And so one of my dreams was to be able to jump out of a plane and skydive. So I did a tandem skydive in celebration of my 50th birthday. Wow. Amazing. I love all three of them. I think they're super fun. So Sheila, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. I'm glad that we're able to get the word out about CORE. Uh, Listeners, as always, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for sticking around. And this has been the Shandyland podcast, and we'll talk to you soon. 